following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Welcome to my show. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the Health and Wellness Channel, also on CampNX. It is a beautiful, sunny day here in Arizona, and today's episode is all about secrets to living a fantastic life. I will be interviewing Dr. Alan Leica. He is the author of... The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, and basically there's two survivors who reveal the 13 golden pearls they have discovered. So there's Dr. Alan Leica, who is an author, and Harriet Tinka. They each suffered near-death experiences and sought renewal through the wisdom of human virtues that refocused them on a life of richness, appreciation, joy, and service. Uh, so I will be talking to doc- Dr. Alan Leica about his book that will be released here very soon. And I'll be interviewing him for about 30 minutes or so, and then I have another guest coming on after him, who is Justine. Uh, she is running for Arizona State Senate, LD10, and she will be talking about uh, the horrors of contact tracing. We will talk about her run, also Governor Doug Ducey's uh, Arizona State previous stay-at-home order, also mysterious brick deliveries in Maricopa and Pima counties here in Arizona. And before I bring Dr. Allen Leica on my radio show and go over his bio, I just had a few comments, and usually each week I like to bring up a health and wellness tip here, and in regards to Dr. Leica's uh, book, and he brought up that one of his favorite golden pearls is enthusiasm. And I was just really excited because I actually feel that that's so important. So my background is in uh, quantum biofeedback, which you can learn more about the sophisticated technology at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. I also offer hair analysis, uh, Nest Health and Brainwave Entrainment, and then my speaking website. I'm a health and wellness speaker at kristenharperspeaks.com. However, through quantum biofeedback, there is a emotional and biological flow chart. So when we look at emotions, when we're consulting with clients, there is a flow chart. So basically at the very top, there's light of the spirit. And then at the very bottom is darkness in the soul. So you can see where your client, your client's at. And so let's say that a client's at fight or flight or confusion or anger or fear. The goal is 
that they need to go up eventually in time when they get healthier, taking a natural approach, getting up to the very top of the chart, which is light of the spirit, which is enth- it's all about enthusiasm. And so how do you get up to that top of the chart here is uh, meditation, that let's go of negative thoughts. You feel inner peace within, letting go of negative emotions. I also like brainwave, brainwave entrainment. Our brains tend to match its own wave pulses to those of exterior uh, sound pulses. And brainwave entrainment will let go of negative thoughts. It will bring awareness into your life, let go of emotional trauma and more. And quantum biofeedback, it reveals stressors. And the goal is to reduce your stressors. And stressors include vitamin mineral imbalances, dehydration, heavy metal toxicity, amino acid imbalances, fungus, bacteria, uh, parasites, allergies, and and more, and also even having a zinc copper imbalance can play a role in your emotions as well. So it's all about getting up the chart in regards to emotions. And I won't talk about the biology chart right now, but the goal is also in terms of your health, you want to get it to the top of the chart. Uh, so uh, now let me go over Dr. Allen. Leica's bio here. So he has been acknowledged as one of the leading cosmetic dermatologists in the world for three decades. He has lived and practiced in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada since 1982. He has written uh, 17 books. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, 30 plus academic papers and hosted the number one internet radio show in the world. Wow. Uh, inside cosmetic surgery today. He is a co-founder of Doctors for the Practice of Safe and Ethical Aesthetic Medicine and founder of the Canadian Skin Cancer Association. And he has won the prestigious Consumer's Choice Award for cosmetic surgery for 16 consecutive years. In uh, 2003, uh, Dr. Leica's life changed drastically when he suddenly developed a right foot drop and uh, was later told that he had ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Still, he maintained his status as a leading cosmetic doctor for 30 years. Because of what he learned, he is co-authoring the book, The Secrets of Living a Fantastic Life, with Harriet Tinka, a former fashion model and woman of distinction. He is also currently co-authoring two more books books. That's incredible. Uh, Currently acknowledged as a leading expert in living a fantastic life and turning points. He is a transformational speaker, thought leader, coach, and mentor. Dr. Leica is happily married for 38 years, and he has four lovely daughters and seven beautiful grandchildren, and he counts his family as his most important accomplishment, and if you would like to learn more about him, he has a uh, website, which is Dr. Alan Lyka, which is L-Y-C-K-A.com, so DrAlanLyka.com. It is an honor to have Dr. Alan Leica on my radio show. 
It really is a pleasure to be here, Kristen. Thank you for having me. It's always a privilege to be on the radio, especially in Arizona. Oh, um, you're most welcome. And I just have to say, uh, you're a—I just really impressed with your bio. And you're a, it seems like you're a very ambitious person. You've accomplished a lot in your life. You know, I've done one or two things in my career, and I'm very pleasant. I'm pleasantly happy that I've done so. It's been a great career, and you know, it keeps on going. So I'm glad I can give back. I I, I feel that your book will really help a lot of people. You know, at this time of of life, I think it can help a lot of people. You know, although I've gone through some tremendous hardship, my story is one of survivorship. And I really want to emphasize that, you know. But, you know, life is such that we we should be survivors, not people that get devastated by things. And, And that's the message I'd like to give to everybody, that it's not what happens to you, it's what you do with what happens that's very important. Wow, that's a great point. Uh, so would you be able to share more about your uh, personal story, your life story of what you've oh, been through? I, I would love to. I would love to. You know, my my turning point came in my life is when I was walking in Disneyland with my wife, Lucy, and my youngest daughter back in 2003. It was February. It was spring break. It was at the end of a hot, sticky day. And my wife turned to me and she said, what's wrong with you, hun? You know, I, I didn't know what to say. I hadn't done anything wrong. I hadn't said anything wrong. I hadn't even thunk anything wrong. So I, I said to her, you know, what do you mean, dear? She said, listen to your foot. And I, again, I was, it was like she was talking to me from the moon. I really didn't know what to say with that. And I said, dear, what do you mean? And she said, well, listen. And, and my foot had mysteriously and suddenly developed a foot drop. It was inexplicable that it had done so. It really had become, uh, my foot was flapping against the pavement with every step I took. It was very peculiar what was going on and, and things just did not make sense. So she said to me at that point, you know, when we get back, you better get this checked out. And, you know, being married as long as I have, you know that you better listen to your wife when she says you better get something checked out. So when I came back, I live in Canada, I had every test known to man. I had brain scans. I had cat scans. I had scan scans. And Kristen, do you know what they showed at the end of the day? Mm -mm. They showed absolutely nothing. The doctors were perplexed. They didn't know what to say. They thought I had a brain tumor, heaven forbid, or maybe a slip disc, but they found absolutely nothing. So I had many, many more tests. I had the million-dollar workup. I had the billion-dollar workup. I had every test known to man, and even some that aren't even known at this point in time because they were experimental. But at the end of the day, I ended on the doorstep of a world-renowned neurologist. And the neurologist invited me in, and he said, Dr. Leica, you better be sitting down when I tell you this. And I was a little surprised. I said, why? You know, I have a dropped right foot. And he said, no, you don't. You have a terrible neurological disease known as ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. You're going to be dead in six months. Get your affairs in order. 
wow, that was a lot to take. So I shot back at him. I said, can you prove this diagnosis? He said, of course, on autopsy. Wow, another load of bricks. And I, and I, so I shot back again. Well, I'm not going to die to prove you wrong. But you know, when you go through something like this, Kristen, you go through phases and you go through phases of grieving. And these were all defined by a doctor by the name of Elizabeth Gubler-Ross that said, when you're dying, you go through anger, you go through denial, you go through bargaining, you go through depression. And these are phases that a person goes through. But I don't think they're unique phases. I think everybody goes through them anytime they have a great loss. And they go through all these phases, and they go through them all at once, not one at a time. They're not specific phases. The body and mind flip through them at once. And I went through all of these all at the same time. And when you go through something like this, Kristen... You look around, you find the pieces, you really have to find a better way of doing things. And my life changed because of my disability. It changed because of things. And I realized I had been given a second chance. I'd been given a chance to live my life better. And it was time to give back. It was time to serve people in a way that I'd never done. And that's why I do these things. I talk on shows. I write books. I'm a public speaker in order for people to have a better life. And they can get it without going through the hardship that I have done. And along the way, I found 13 golden pearls. And those 13 golden pearls I was helped with with a beautiful, wonderful lady by the name of Harriet Tinka. And so, and and, uh, Dr. Allen, uh, like uh, what we need to do is uh, thank you for sharing your story. And we need to go to a quick break. And when we come back, I would like to talk about your book and also uh, Harriet Tinka's story as well. So, uh, I would love to. Okay, great. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com, on the Health and Wellness channel, and also on KFNX. Please stay tuned, and we'll be back very soon. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can too on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. We are back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com, on the Health and Wellness Channel, also on X. And today's episode is all about secrets to living a fantastic life. I've been speaking to Dr. Alan Alika. Um, and um, uh, Harriet Tinka, she's um, also, she's an author of, of this book. And, and her and Dr. Alan Alika uh, met and... They um, made this, uh, created this book, which we'll talk about where you can get it here soon. But I probably be a really great idea to have her come on my show at a later time. But she's been through a tough life as well, and basically uh, she was stabbed, she was kidnapped, and left for dead. And she turned that horrifying experience into motivation. And she has inspired and given hope to women who are faced with domestic violence. And so about your book, The 13 Golden Pearls, that you guys you know, have worked together and have discovered, would you be able to talk about some of these uh, golden pearls? Sure. Let, let me talk about a couple of them because I think some of them are really germane to everybody today. You know, one of the most important golden pearls is to cultivate an attitude of gratitude. Yes. Gratitude is one of the most important things that we can do. And, you know, even when we're in our most difficult times, us in North America have chosen lives. We have things that people around the world would give their right arm for. They'd give their eye teeth for because it's so amazing what we have here. Now, you just need to look around. Think about the house, the roof that's over your head. Think about the things that you can do with the freedoms you have. Think about the things that you have every day that so few people in the world have. Fresh water, fresh air, uh, transportation where you can go anywhere. I mean, the list goes on and on. There's radio that you can listen to and find new things. There's people like you, Kristen, that help people to discover things. So what I think everybody should do is every day they should have a little list and make a list of the three things they're grateful today. You know, I'm grateful for every day that I'm alive. That is so important for me. Having gone through near death, being alive is far better than the alternatives. So that's why I like to live back, give back, and really make the world a better place as well. That's beautiful. And would you be able to talk about maybe a couple others? Would you be able to talk? I think I that's one of your favorites. Enthusiasm too, because enthusiasm is one of my favorites. You know, enthusiasm is one of the few things that can do to make the world a better place. And I have a little story to tell people about enthusiasm that will really help people with their regular day. May I share it with you, Kristen? Yes, I would love to hear it. Okay, well, there was a carpenter, and his name was Fred. He was tired. He was he had worked for the same company for 45 years, and he just couldn't take it anymore. 
At the end of the day, he said to himself, I'm quitting. I just cannot do this anymore. It's not something I like to do. It's not something I want to do. And he, he went to his boss and he said, he gave the boss the keys for the buildings that he was in. And he said, I'm done. I just can't take this anymore. Well, the boss looked at him and he said, Fred, Fred, don't do this to me. You're my number one carpenter. Fred said, I got to. I just don't have the enthusiasm anymore. The boss said, well, can you just do one more thing for me? Can you build me just one more house? It's so important that you do this. Only you have the skills to do it because you're my master carpenter. So Fred thought about it for a minute and he said, of course, boss, I'll do anything for you. You've done so much for me all of your life. I really, really appreciate it. Yes, I'll build you that last house. So Fred started to build that last house, but his heart was not into it. He really did not like it. He worked two hours a day, whereas in the old days, he'd worked 18, 20 hours a day. His workmanship was so shoddy, it barely passed inspection. Now, Fred, at the end of it, when it passed inspection, walked into the boss's office and threw the keys on the boss's desk and said, I'm done. The boss said, Fred, Fred, please wait a minute. He said, I'm going to gather everybody around. This is a special day. They had a great party. And then he said to everybody, you know, everybody, this is Fred's last day. He's been my master carpenter. I hope everybody shows the enthusiasm he does. And, you know, I've got a special gift for Fred. Fred, here's the keys to the last house you ever built. I want you to live in it all the days of your life and enjoy it with all the same enthusiasm you brought to work every day. Wow, Kristen, if he had done the usual enthusiasm, could you imagine how that story would be so much different? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Wow. Do you understand why enthusiasm is important every day? Yes. It's not a Monday thing. It's not a Friday thing. Exactly. It's something you must bring to every day because it is the game changer. It is the thing that makes everything happen. So enthusiasm to me is one of the most important things you need to keep in your saddlebag and really use it every day. You have to be enthusiastic about everything you do. Uh, otherwise, what's the point? You know, it's Mohammed Gandhi that said, if you're a street sweeper, be the best street sweeper in the world. And I think we shouldn't all bring that to the table every day. If you're a radio announcer, be the best radio announcer you can. If you're a doctor, be the best doctor you can. But more importantly, when you're helping people, help them the best you can. And I'm going to challenge everybody out there to do something today. I want them to help their neighbor in a way they've never done before. I want them to reach out and do something for their neighbor that they would have not have thought of doing. Maybe they can get their groceries for them. Maybe they can help them mow their lawn. Maybe they just could be friendly and see what they can do for them. Maybe the world will be a better place if we give rather than get. And that would be something that would help this world. Maybe we can start to mend those fences by being a little bit more giving. Yeah, so I highly encourage my listeners to uh, purchase your book so that they can read through all these golden pearls. There's uh, 13 of them, including, and I'm not going to cover all of them here, but inspiration, victory, intention, forgiveness, attitude. 
laughter, that's very important, empowerment, and others as well. So, uh, Dr. Leica, where can they purchase your book? You know, it will be available on Amazon.com very shortly. In addition, you can get to that fantastic lifebook.com. We put together a site there where you can order it from there. And if you order it from them, we're going to give 20% of every, of every book purchased to help demand uh, to help end domestic violence and we're giving it to women's shelters in your area so that will help a lot now in addition i've got something really special for your audience today would you like to hear it kristen yes that'd be great i'd like to give your audience 52 golden pearls one a week for 52 weeks and all they do need to do is text me the word golden pearls the word pearls with an s to one eight one nine seven one seven twenty five fifteen one eight one nine seven one seven two five one five golden pearls and I will send them fifty two golden pearls one a week so they can have an amazing life that you and I have. Well, I appreciate you coming on my show today. I enjoyed our conversation, and uh, I just thank you for coming out with this book, and I feel that it will help a lot of people around the world. You know, it really was my pleasure. It gives me great pleasure to share with people, and I'm very glad I had that opportunity to do so. Thank you, Kristen. Okay, you take care. Thank you very much. Have a great day. You too. Listeners, now I would like to move on to my next guest here. I'm looking forward to this. I actually found her. Her name is Justine. Uh, She's running for Arizona State Senate, LD10. And I found her on Facebook, and I've I've been really enjoying her Facebook posts, and I thought she would be a great guest to come on my show. And I would like to talk to her about contact tracing. I want to talk about her run. Also about Arizona Governor Doug Ducey's uh, previous stay-at-home order. She also posted uh, today about mysterious brick deliveries in Maricopa and Pima counties. And so let me go over her, and actually let me bring her on and then I'll go over her bio here. It's an honor to have Justine on my radio show. Hey there, how are you? Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I'm, I'm doing great, and how are you? I'm great. I'm actually calling you right now from the American Legion Post 36 in Tucson, Arizona. Oh, okay. And would you be able to pronounce your last name for my listeners? Sure. it's Wad- Wadsack. <laughs> okay, I just want, I didn't want to mess it up, great, so I figured I'd have you. Not so great last name. <laughs> So basically, her her website, if you want to learn more about her, is which is W A D S A C K, the number four, Arizona dot com. And uh, if you go there, she has more information about herself. She has a long bio, um, beautiful picture of herself. And um, so, would you be able to uh, let my listeners know more about you? Uh, sure. You know, I, I'm a, a mother of uh, four children, uh, two of which are serving active duty in the military right now, and two who live with us who are severely disabled. Well, one's severely disabled, the other one's disabled. And uh, my husband is a retired Air Force uh, major. He was 22 years active duty. 
between the Navy and the Air Force. I retired here out of Tucson in Davis Mountain Air Force Base. And I am a third-generation real estate agent, four generations if you count the the run of the uh, Cherokee Strip uh, back in the late 1800s. We basically, uh, you know, we've we've rooted ourselves here in Tucson, Arizona, um, after my husband met me back in 2010. Um, he was thinking about uh, going for, for a lieutenant colonel when he decided that uh, he wanted to stay here in Tucson. So we got married, and um, Tucson has been my home for close to 40 years. Wow. I've always lived in LB-10 or within a few blocks radius of LB-10. And uh, so I know Tucson. I know the people. I know the uh, the work. I know the, um, the streets. The, uh, the needs, uh, the community effort. And um, I've grown up downtown and, uh, you know, gone to public schools here in TUSD. So I've also seen how things have evolved over the years. And Tucson is a very special place. We're very different from Phoenix or, or other cities in Maricopa where we really respect our historic values, our historic elements. Uh, we don't want to grow too fast, but we do like the growth that was starting to take place all before COVID, uh, COVID-19 hit uh, this, this spring. And uh, so, moving back just a little bit about me, I'm a real estate agent, as I said, and in 2016, um, you know, we had a caregiver through DDD that was working for us, and she was stealing hours. I turned her into the state and to the company that she was working for. And within 24 hours, they weaponized DCS against my family. And wow. I spent the next three years fighting DCS to keep my children. And it racked up a bill of $100,000 with a, a local attorney. It uh, literally was me up against the attorney general and the governor and the state agencies that the governor runs. And I can tell you right now, as a citizen, that this is an uphill battle, and it is virtually impossible for citizens to not only fight for their rights, but how do they know what their rights are in the first place? And so when, after three years, I finally reached out to the government and I said, look, this is what I want, and if you don't give it to me, I'm going to come after you for X, Y, and Z uh, counts of harassment of, of you know, various uh, Arizona revised statutes I threw at them, United States codes I, I threw at them. I went to the Department of Justice for advice, the Health and Human Services, and within 24 hours they came to me and said, okay, what do you want? We don't need to go further. And so I beat the system. And we went to the Arizona Central, uh, to uh, Arizona Republic, and had... Um, a story done on our family about this situation. And within about 48 hours of that story syndicating nationwide, I was over just flooded with parents coming to me all over the country saying, help us. How did you do it? Help, help, help. And I realized at that moment, that was the pivotal point in my life that I realized that there was a reason why this happened to us because we were supposed to take what we learned and the experiences, even though they almost killed us, they did kill our spirit in a lot of ways, but they almost killed us. Um, when you're fighting the government for your children, it's, it's no joke. Um, and it, it was something that I realized I had to pay it forward now. And now it's time for me to get into legislature 
so that I can work with those who have been fighting the DCS system now for, for years and help bring my knowledge as a citizen to the table and, and show them where the holes are, show them where we have these issues. And furthermore, I have an aging mother, so I'm seeing firsthand how elderly abuse and how elderly the lack of care within the system is taking place. Um, there's needs that are not being met with our mental health system. Uh, I've spent a lot of time talking to our local police, our local mental health unit, units within TPD, um, and with, you know, the CRC crisis response and saying, what is it that you guys need to be more effective so that you can actually help people? And, you know, there's a lot of roadblocks. There's a, there's a lot of services, but those services also meet a lot of walls. And so it is time to get real people back into legislature and people who are not interested in the money element. They're interested in making changes to actually help citizens. And my goal is to one day see a citizen's rights portal created that is uh, that has an oversight from the citizens actually working with legislators to make sure that people are informed so they know what their rights are so they can recognize when they're being violated. Okay, and I need to go to a quick break here, and thank you for sharing your story. I'm so sorry you had to go through all that, you and your family, and I actually got the chills just listening to your story, but I believe that there's a reason for, for everything in life. And I agree. So you can, uh, you know, help others and, and, and give back here. So this is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the Health and Wellness channel and also on KFNX. Please stay tuned and we'll be back very soon. life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Are you ready to live to 100? Join Dr. Joe Casciani and his program that shows us that age is just a number. You can age with fresh and inspiring perspectives, whether it's staying physically fit or keeping mentally fit. With great stories, plenty of advice about successful aging, and brighter outlooks, you just might join those who are living to 100. The Living to 100 Club is broadcast live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy and Motivated with Kristen Harper. 
If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the Health and Wellness channel, also on KFNX. I have been uh, speaking with Justine, and we've been talking about uh, basically like why she wants to run and her uh, story. And now what I'd like to do is talk about contact tracing, which I've talked about on my show before. And I just, before I uh, bring uh, Justine um, back on here, I just want to let my listeners know like what happened to me recently. So there's this uh, hair salon that I've been going to for quite a while in Tempe, Arizona. And I like it because they have, because I'm very into living a healthy lifestyle. So they have like natural hair products. And so I was getting ready to to go to my appointment. And then I received a text from the hair salon that once I get there, I have to fill out this COVID-19 agreement. I have to read through it. I have to sign off. I have to wear a mask. I have to have my temperature taken. I was so upset I refuse the appointment. I am not going there because I feel like those individuals that give out their health information, like they, you know, tell the business, oh, these are my symptoms, or you have, let's say, there's even employers that are requiring the testing now. If you get a test done or have your temperature taken, you could totally be a target. The government can come after you. And so I don't want to be a target, and I feel like this is totally unconstitutional. So right now I'm in the process of looking for another hair salon that's not going to require me to go through this tyrannical process of, you know, temperature checks and so on. So um, basically, uh, Justine, would you be able to talk about contact tracing? Uh, What is it, and why do you feel... It is tyrannical because the title I I mentioned earlier at the beginning of my episode is The Horrors of Contact Tracing. Yes, this is horrific. Um, Being that I have experienced what I did with regards to my situation with UCS, the fact that the government can and has weaponized Department of Child Services against innocent parents when, you know, schools do it, um, principles, if you call and complain about something, next thing you know, you're being investigated by DCS. Um, if you have an argument with somebody in a parking lot, they can take your license plate, look you up, and next thing you know, or look you up on Facebook, and next thing you know, you have DCS at your door. Um, DCS has become a weaponized state agency that's used to shut people down and shut them up. And uh, I see contact tracing as being a very similar use of authority, of abuse of power. Um, I see the same thing with red flag laws. Red flag laws are the next issue I have on top of UCS, and that is that, you know, if you have a teacher that wants to have a home visit, they see, you know, that you have uh, maybe conservative uh, decor in your home, or you have stickers on your bumper stickers on your car, next you know DCS is at your door. Um, I don't like having any information that can be put in a file about me that I don't know about that can later authorize the government to either seize my, uh, my property or my family. And uh, contact tracing is the next step. It's the next progressive measure. And we've all been against red flags, the Second Amendment protection. 
and um, they're going to have a hard time with that. Uh, with, with regards to COVID, I look at COVID as an excuse to now infringe on our personal privacy and our constitutional rights. And um, the way they're going to do it is do exactly what you just said, um, you know, get apps created. And in order to go to a restaurant, you'll have to use the app, like, say, reserve. And it would be where you type in your information. They have to get all of your personal information into the app. And the only way you can go to that restaurant is if you use the app first, but it can track and trace that you have actually been in that establishment. And then the restaurant sends the data from Reserve's app to the government to let them know that you were there. So that if somebody shows up and, and somebody winds up getting COVID, they can then contact everyone through that Reserve app that, hey, you were at uh, you know, X, Y, and Z restaurant the other night, and you came in contact with somebody with COVID, so we need to come into your home and interview you now. The idea of having somebody come into my home and interview me from the government because is frightening. No one should ever know where I am at all times. This is where people are going to start. They're going to start going, you know, this is where paranoia is going to start setting in, but almost rightfully so. Um, this is not America. This is not an American uh, way of life or, or way of conducting uh, relationships between government and citizens. So if they want to do that, there's a lot of people that are saying we won't use our cell phones, we won't go to those restaurants, which then, again, it trickles down to who gets hurt, small businesses get hurt. Um, the, the mom and pop restaurants, the, the local establishments are going to get hurt because they're going to be forced into using some sort of method of tracing and tracking their guests. And it's wrong. Yes, absolutely. So uh, we talked about, you mentioned too that, you know, people don't have to go to those businesses or go to these restaurants and not give them business. And I've had a previous guest talking about that, that we shouldn't give these businesses, uh, we shouldn't even go to these businesses. But uh, what else can we do as far as stopping this contact tracing? Because it's, it's really getting out of hand. Well, I would like to see just, you know, how this is even a topic anymore. Now, when you and I scheduled this interview, we were in, um, I think, what, the third level of the apocalypse um, <laughs> of Revelation? Oh, yeah. I don't know what yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. You know, last week was old news. I mean, a lot's happened in seven days. It, it, it has. <laughs> um, Does, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't it feel don't you feel like it's just like the coronavirus like this whole thing is just like fading away and then it's moving on to the has literally just I've not seen anything on mainstream media about COVID-19 lately I don't see anything in my Facebook feed about it anymore it's literally everything is about riots about Black Lives Matter it's about uh, George Floyd it's about you know um peaceful protest versus um, rioting in Antifa. I mean, we've, we've crossed over into something completely different. And um, I would like to know how is contract tracing going to be uh, in any way effective when the data is now compromised? So we've all gone from, you know, COVID-19 was released. We all, we all started to be exposed to quarantine America. Everyone's now sheltered in place. It's been that way for almost three months, and we've just started to emerge when all of a sudden now we have 
people in the streets, people in the neighborhoods, people going out and protesting, walking. There's no social distancing in the in the peaceful protest. Um, half the people are wearing masks. Some aren't. Um, the data is now flawed. You can't. It, it's almost like it's been tarnished, if you will. Because if they're going to try and say, well, we need to trace when somebody's been in a certain restaurant or whatnot, well, how can you say that, that I wasn't exposed when I went down and sit next to, uh, you know, my black friends who were protesting, uh, you know, downtown on Thursday night? You, you can't. There's no, it's lost. So that's where I think we're going to see, whereas contact tracing is still an issue that's going to be pushed, it's going to be very clear that the uh, contact tracing was not there for the virus, but there for a different agenda. Yes, and uh, would you be able to talk about the mysterious brick deliveries that you mentioned on Facebook today in Maricopa and Pima counties? So I have a group of friends who live in, in uh, the Gilbert, Scottsdale, um, Mesa. They're kind of all spread out, Santan Valley. Um, I've not seen them as much here in Tucson, but when you run for office, you get a lot of people in your Facebook messaging and people saying, I'm seeing weird things over here, or someone just set somebody's tree on fire. Um, you know, there's a lot that I don't report out on my Facebook feed because then it's just, I probably should be better off just being a news reporter at that, <laughs> that uh, situation. But what I am seeing is I have people that have sent me numerous uh, photographs of, you know, hey, we're down here by uh, Fashion Square, and there's this stack of bricks. What are they doing here? Or I'm over here by the, the city building, and well, what are these stack of bricks doing here? Um, so there's a lot of people reporting that they're seeing stacks of bricks, and this is, this is being reported nationwide. Um, granted, there's going to be people saying, well, that's not true, it's, it's old, it's, it's been debunked or whatnot. Well, so many the, the link where it says that all of these bricks being dropped off in various cities are debunked because there are people from every direction that are saying, I'm seeing them with my own eyes. I've been sent photographs of people standing there saying, here's the bricks. Um, so what's happening is uh, the, the theory is that, that these protests and the riots are two separate things. And, and I agree to that. They are. They're two separate things. I believe in a peaceful protest. I believe in an angry protest. I believe people have a right to voice their concerns, voice their anger, and, and put their heart and soul into it. But the minute they're robbing trains and walking down the street with an ATM or setting police cars on fire or beating innocent people on the side of the road, uh, you know, that's where that's not a peaceful protest anymore. That's now just sheer rioting and somebody is putting bricks out there to help with the breaking of windows and you know there's a lot of discussion about that I'm not sure what I believe just yet I'm still doing my my you know my my fact checking and trying to figure out what the big picture is here and why things have escalated to the level that they have um, but there's definitely something bigger going on here than, um, you know, this, the Black Lives Matter movement. And um, I don't want to, I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but there's something going on. And if anybody sees bricks on the side of the road, please, you know, notify somebody, notify the authorities, let me know. 
and they'll be dismantled so that we can try and save people's windows. Okay, Justine, I appreciate you coming on my show today, and we're at the end of my show. Uh, do you have any last comments here for my listeners? And um, The only thing I can say is that this is going to be, this has been an ugly race, and um, 2020, I knew it was going to be tumultuous, but I, I asked people to look at the people who are running, not the party. Let's look at people's ideas. Let's look at what they have to offer, because... You know, it's not as cut and dry as red versus blue or black versus white. It's not as cut and dry as, you know, right versus left. Um, you know, you need to look at people, do your research, vet your, your candidates, and um, vote what your heart tells you to vote with in uh, November on November 3rd. Well, thank you so much for coming on my show, and I wish you the best with the race. I appreciate you, and thank you so much for bringing me onto your show. You're welcome. You take care. This is uh, Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com, on the Health and Wellness Channel, also on CampNX. And if you could please give this show a five stars on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. And also, if you'd like to sponsor the show, you can send, actually go to PayPal. Email is Kristen at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com you can make a donation there or you can send me an email about a sponsorship package through Voice America and also I was recently interviewed on the New Mind Creator podcast talking about health and wellness the unconscious mind uh, my heroes and much more which you can listen to that podcast my interview all over social media you can find me on Facebook uh, Twitter LinkedIn Wishing all of you a healthy and happy week. Thank you for being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper, can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week. 